Microbiologist Louis Pasteur once said that fortune favors the well-prepared. That motto applies equally well to photojournalism. Just ask Pulitzer Prize-winning photographer Diane Fitzmaurice, who has for 20 years plus covered wars, natural disasters, politics, and sports for the San Francisco Chronicle, National Geographic, and Sports Illustrated, among other outlets. Deanne Fitzmaurice will be speaking as part of the Madison Overture Center's Change Maker Speaker Series on Tuesday, January 16th, with a talk entitled, Luck is a State of Mind. Deanne Fitzmaurice joins us now by phone. Welcome to the 8 o'clock buzz. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for getting up early uh, out there in California for joining us. So I know it's, uh, I know it's an early morning for you. It is early. That's okay, though. <laughs> so, um, tell us, how did you get started in photojournalism? What was the? Did you start in in different type of photography and then sort of move into the journalistic aspect of it, or was this something that you'd always wanted to do? I started at art school, and I wanted to be a artist. I wanted to be a painter. So I was going to the Academy of Art in San Francisco, taking lots of different classes, and. After a while, I realized I'm not that good at this. (laughs) And I didn't really have the patience for it, you know, sitting in my studio um, alone. It was just, it didn't feel like it connected well with me. So I started taking other classes and I took a photography class and I, all of a sudden, my world just opened up. And I'm thinking, wow, I could actually make a living as a photographer. And I started taking every kind of photography class I could, you know, studio portraiture, architectural photography, you know, you name it. And I took a photojournalism class and I got so excited. I'm thinking, wow, I can get paid to go to concerts and events. (laughs) But but then it wasn't until later that I realized the power of photojournalism to bring attention to issues, to spark emotion, to move people, and to create change. And so um, talk a little bit about the uh, series that you did for the San Francisco Chronicle that ended up winning you the Pulitzer Prize. Was that, uh, uh, tell, us, tell us about that series and how you got involved in it. Yeah, sure. Um, It was during the Iraq War, and I was on staff at the Chronicle, and my editor came walking in and said, Deanne, we want you to go out to Children's Hospital and do a story, a one-day story for tomorrow's paper about this little boy who's just been severely injured and miraculously, through an incredible series of circumstances, brought to America for treatment. And so a writer and I went out there and we walked into the room and we just had to, you know, walk outside and just collect ourselves. So powerful what we saw and, you know, the extent of his injuries. And we went back to our editors and said, this is not just a one day story. This is much deeper. We want to show the human cost of war. We want to spend some time with this. Our editors agreed. And so I followed his story for a year. Um, it involved a trip to Iraq to um, meet up with his mom and his siblings as they were coming to reunite with him after not seeing him for a year. 
And it just, it had a lots of ups and downs. And so it was a year's worth of work that won the Pulitzer. Did you have any idea Pulitzer might be in the offing when you started that project? Not at all. It was so far out of my realm. You know, I just, you know, I just never thought that that would be in the same sentence as my name. <laughs> um, you know, it just, I was just so focused on the story and what I was doing and Pulitzer just seemed so far out of reach that, you know, they never came together in my mind. So your talk when you come to Madison is entitled Luck is a State of Mind. What what does that exactly mean? Yeah, um, and by the way, I'm very excited to come to Madison um, next week. Really looking forward to sharing some of my stories with the audience there. Yeah, the story, the the presentation is it's a real mix of stories. Um, just you know, my work over the years has been very eclectic. There are some stories that will make you laugh. There are some that are heartbreaking. Some that are just plain inspirational. But there has been this theme that has gone through my work over the years, and it is about just trusting that the universe will deliver kind of putting myself in a position where things might happen. And a lot of it is just acting on that as well. For example, I get on a plane and the person sitting next to me is so interesting. We strike up a conversation and and I just, you know, out of the blue say, I want to come to Denver and tell your story, photograph your story. And then it ends up being a big story in the Washington Post. So it's it's one of those things where, you know, you hope that it's going to happen and you seize the moment when it does happen. For many photographers, uh, getting your picture in the, in the National Geographic is sort of the black belt of photojournalism. Um, you've been featured in uh, the National Geographic Innovators series. Talk about um, that process and what did, and what did that mean, and how do you approach uh, an assignment like that? Yeah, well, um, yeah, it is kind of the holy grail in the world of photography for for many of us. And it's just, you know, such an honor to be able to work with them. Um, you know, to approach an assignment like that, I, I do a lot of research. Sometimes the assignments are the publication's idea, and sometimes I'm pitching my own ideas. So it, it's a combination of those. Um, the Innovator Series, that was an assignment that came to me. But I'm always trying to do the work that's meaningful to me. And, you know, a lot of editors that I work with, they know, you know, what's in my wheelhouse, what I'm good at, and they come to me for those kind of stories. But I'm always on the lookout for, you know, compelling, interesting stories that shine a light on something in our world, um, you know, meaningful stories, um, short, stories that just kind of um, talk about this, you know, this world we're in and, you know, the things to celebrate in this world, the things to be concerned about, the things that, you know, we can be educated about. Um, yeah, so I, I go into it with um, with research, but most importantly, staying open to what unfolds naturally, because I feel like if I can, if I can think about 
a photo before I go on assignment, then it's just an average photo. What I'm looking for are the photos that I could not have imagined before I went out on assignment, the surprises that are revealing. You uh, have also, um, part of your career has also focused uh, on sports, and uh, I'm interested in your perspective as a uh, woman in the sports field. Do you feel that um, that's accessible, and are there opportunities for women in sports uh, journalism opening up? Yeah, it's changed a lot since I first started. Um, In the beginning, when I was on staff at the Chronicle and um, you know, I was lucky because so many of the teams did really well. So I ended up going to um, Super Bowls and World Series. And, you know, in the beginning, I was one of the few women out there. But over the years, it's changed quite a bit. And, you know, I just put on my blinders and just went forward and just said that I'm going to do the work. You know, I'm just going to do the best I can and, you know, let my work speak for itself and, you know, not get bogged down by any negativity. And so I just approached it like that. And, you know, before long, you know, many of the men on the sidelines, the male photographers became my friends. And, you know, we kind of look out for each other. And there's this, you know, competitive edge that we have. Of course, we want to outshoot each other, but we watch out for each other, too. I want to talk a little bit about some of your personal projects that you're working on. Uh, tell us about Brianna Noble, the urban cowgirl. Yeah, that was right in the midst of the pandemic. It was in 2020, the summer of 2020, where when all of the protests broke out nationwide over the George Floyd murder. And, you know, um, I I saw some news coverage that there was this big protest in Oakland. And in the midst of this protest, this huge horse comes walking through with this magnificent woman on this horse. And I was so intrigued about her and what her story was. And so I started doing research. And I learned that she ran a nonprofit to help young kids of color who were struggling to, um, you know, she wanted to show them confidence through horsemanship. And she was a real inspiration. And so I just reached out to her and said, I'd like to come photograph you and tell your story. All right. Deanne Fitzmaurice's presentation, Luck is the State of Mind, takes place at Madison's Capitol Theater on Tuesday, January 16th at 7.30 p.m. For tickets and more information, go to overture.org. Deanne Fitzmaurice, thank you so much for joining us on the 8 o'clock buzz. Thank you so much, Brian.